0: embodied ugly echoes of the Third Reich. For in its brutality, its suppression of basic human rights, and its eagerness to crush other nations and impose its will upon them, the Soviet Union filled the totalitarian void created by the defeat of Nazi Germany. In September 1981, Congress voted to take the extraordinary and nearly unprecedented action of giving Raoul Wallenberg honorary U.S. citizenship in recognition of his effectiveness in saving so many lives in a mission sponsored by the U.S. government. President Ronald Reagan signed the bill into law in October of that year, in a Rose Garden ceremony that I had the privilege of attending with Wallenberg's half-sister, Nina Lagergren, his half-brother, Dr. Guy Van Dardell, the great Simon Wiesenthal, and others. It is poetic justice that among the leaders of this cause and attendees was my friend Tom Lantos, congressman from California, who, along with his wife Annette, was instrumental in seeing this bill passed. Both Tom and Annette were among those whom Wallenberg saved from the Nazis some fifty years ago. Like many others saved by the Swede, the Lantoses refused to forget him, refuse to believe that he is not alive. Other hopeful signs have appeared in the search for Raoul Wallenberg in the past decade. Citizens have dedicated schools, parks, and thoroughfares to the Swede in commemoration of his life and heroic acts. The Reagan and Bush administrations spoke out clearly and strongly on the issue and raised the Wallenberg question with Soviet leaders at international conferences and meetings. But it is the breakup of the Soviet Union that has held the most promise for resolving the mystery of the Angel of Rescue. In the spirit of Glasnost, Mikhail Gorbachev signaled a new direction for the case. The new Russian government invited Raoul's family to the former Soviet Union, the liberated Russian media aired the facts of the Wallenberg case, and officials opened prison records to examination. Sadly, nothing that has yet emerged heralds his freedom or offers a satisfactory explanation of his case. Gromyko and Brezhnev, important actors in Raoul's story of torment, are no longer alive. But the fate of Wallenberg remains clouded. Boris Yeltsin has admirably stated that all materials relating to Raoul Wallenberg must be revealed and released. We eagerly await this conclusion. Raoul Wallenberg undertook his mission of miraculous humanitarianism fifty years ago. His half-brother, Dr. Guy Van Dardel, is convinced the world must seize the moment now. Raoul is past eighty. The Russian leadership is willing to cooperate." They have clearly stated they want to be on the right side of history concerning Raoul Wallenberg. We applaud this sentiment and expectantly await positive results. There is no more dramatic symbol of twentieth-century humanitarianism than Raoul Wallenberg. To all of us, Raoul Wallenberg remains a shining example of decency, humanity, and courage in an otherwise dark and inglorious chapter of history. President Reagan said it well— during the Rose Garden ceremony conferring honorary American citizenship upon the Swedish hero. I heard someone say that a man makes at least a start in understanding the meaning of human life when he plants shade trees under which he will never sit. Raoul Wallenberg is just such a man. He nurtured the lives of those he never knew at the risk of his own. The world must not shrink from speaking out vigorously on behalf of Raoul Wallenberg. We owe him no less. Jack Kemp, Co-Director, Empower America, Senior Fellow, Heritage Foundation. Acknowledgements At a time when writing about the heroism of Raoul Wallenberg has become a popular practice, one should take note and cite those who have kept alive the story of his plight through decades when few paid attention to the Swedish Angel of Rescue. If there had been more journalists like Philip Flomowitz, And Harry Weingast, perhaps the status of Ra Wallenberg would be different today. As editor of the Detroit Jewish News, Philip Schlomowitz has not only kept the story of Ra Wallenberg on the front pages, but has also been of great assistance to his family and friends in their search for the lost hero of the Holocaust. In 1947, while editor of the Jewish News in New Jersey, Harry Weingast wrote the first full story to appear in an Anglo-Jewish newspaper, that gave an eyewitness account of Raoul Wallenberg's heroism. Mr. Weingast has continually given prominence to the fate of Raoul Wallenberg. Both Philip Slomowitz and Harry Weingast are outstanding journalists who have elevated the quality of the Anglo-Jewish press in America. We are especially grateful for their gracious assistance in helping prepare this book. We also would like to thank Mrs. Margot Selby for her translation of Hungarian language materials. Mrs. Margaret Haddad for her translation of Swedish-language materials, the late R. Lawrence Siegel, Professor Henry R. Hutenbach, and Charles R. Allen, Jr., the Reverend Robert A. Graham, Helena Afon, Joseph Salemi, Nathan N. Shore, Ruben Blum, and Per Hollander for their meaningful suggestions, and Cynthia Haft and others at Yad Vashem, who were of great assistance also in providing appropriate documentation. We owe a special expression of gratitude to Barbara Bergstrom, whose concern for historical truth and knowledge of World War II have enhanced this book. A final note of appreciation to Eli Zabrowski, past president of the American Federation of Jewish Fighters, camp inmates and Nazi victims, and member of the executive board of Yad Vashem. Mr. Zabrowski and other survivors of the Holocaust have taught us the importance of remembering. Introduction. Half a century has passed since Raul Wallenberg and chauffeur Wilmarsch Langfelder rode to their fateful assignation with the Soviet Army in Debrecen, Hungary on January 17, 1945. Fifty years have gone by since the Swedish diplomat vanished into the Russian Gulag without a trace. In the five decades that have elapsed, a loyal cadre of supporters has labored to keep Wallenberg's name before the public to honor his cause, to pursue the facts behind his disappearance, and to resolve the mystery surrounding his imprisonment. In the thirteen years since the publication of the first edition of Raoul Wallenberg, efforts to discover the truth about the Wallenberg case continue. Members of the various Wallenberg associations, and other concerned individuals, relatives of the Swedish diplomat and political spokesmen from many European countries— have acted to pressure the former Soviet Union into making a conclusive disclosure about the fate of Wallenberg. All humanitarians can concur with the passion expressed by Raoul's half-brother, Dr. Guy Van Dardell, in a lecture delivered in Toledo, Ohio, at the Northwestern Ohio Wallenberg Committee Program. We often hear about Raoul Wallenberg, a hero and a saint. To a brother, he's not a hero or a saint. He had done something heroic— But we don't want him to be a real hero. A real hero dies on a battlefield in shining armor. A saint can hardly be a saint without dying as a martyr. That is not what we want. We want Raoul to be alive. We would like him to come back to ordinary life. The Wallenberg Associations Throughout the United States, many individuals have joined together in organizations dedicated to the return of Raoul Wallenberg. These associations have engaged in a variety of activities designed to keep Wallenberg and his plight in the minds of American citizens. Starting in 1983, the Wallenberg committees sponsored candlelight vigils for Raoul on January 17th, the anniversary of his disappearance. Observances of the anniversary date became more widespread. In 1985, the 40th year of his disappearance, Wallenberg committees throughout the United States and in 13 other countries held Carillion services, in which bells were tolled 40 times in respect for Wallenberg's 40 years of captivity. The Ra Wallenberg Committee of the United States has conferred three awards, the Civic Courage Award to Coeur Idaho, for its stand against neo-Nazi terrorists, the World of Heroes Award to Righteous Gentiles for their courageous deeds during the Holocaust, and the Award for Contemporary Heroism to H. Ross Perot for his activity during the Iran crisis. In 1985, the committee inaugurated a traveling exhibit, a tribute to Raoul Wallenberg, which has been shown throughout the United States. The organization has furthered educational advancement by funding Raoul Wallenberg Human Rights Fellowships and a Swedish Fulbright Fellowship. As its most ambitious project, the committee has developed a forthcoming educational curriculum, Raoul Wallenberg, A Study of Heroes. The president of the U.S. Wallenberg Committee, Rachel Haspel, Explains the Committee's Dedication to Promoting Wallenberg Through Education Raoul Wallenberg Exemplifies the Humanitarian Hero In a nation replete with instant celebrities and the desensitizing brutality personified by cultural icons such as Rambo the need for compassionate, non-violent heroes is unparalleled The curriculum encourages the student to explore the differences between the celebrity and the hero Among other heroes to be studied in the curriculum are Martin Luther King.